Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. All right, hit that music. This music means it is time for Will Purdue to join us. Usually we've got the Bulls theme right here. Um, Will Purdue talking Bulls basketball brought to you by Calamos Investments. We're talking to the sh- former Chicago Bull and analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, Will, do you like Wisconsin? I'd love to visit Wisconsin. I'm glad you asked me that question, Lisa, because I found it interesting. I don't think he was trying to, you know, be negative towards Illinois, but I think maybe he was, you know, a little shot across the bow of Chicago. Yeah. But that being said, I came from a small town in Merritt Island, Florida, and then I went to school in Nashville, and I was slowly working my way north when I grew up in a warm climate. But that being said, I can honestly say that I, I love living in the city. I know it has its drawbacks. But to me, I think on a whole, it is a great place to live. I, I think everybody obviously has their own opinions, and we all know what they say about opinions. <laughs> but it's just, I guess if you either you adapt or you don't. I mean, there is some joy in going to Wisconsin or Indiana or Michigan, and even in the uh, outskirts of Illinois to where you could go to places where you can isolate yourself, you know. But if you adjust to the city like I have, you just can't. I understand the wintertime, but you just can't beat the spring, summer, and fall. I love it. Speaking of Indiana, the Bulls are there tonight, right? (laughs) Yeah, they are. And, you know, we've said this before, and we'll keep saying it. You know, listen, I don't think the All-Star break could come at a better time. I mean, I don't know if they've run out of gas. Uh, They've obviously hit a wall. You know, they're struggling offensively. Their defensive ratings are good, but they're struggling in the fourth quarter. You know, they need to try to find a way to, you know, and, and, and I, I I, kick myself for saying this, but we need an impressive win. Uh, or should I say we just need to win these two games or an impressive loss, meaning compete, have an opportunity to win. And, you know, they should beat Indiana. Milwaukee is a really good team, just beat Boston the other night in overtime. So, you know, give them a run for their money if you're not going to beat them. And then we'll, you know, reset, recharge, and see what happens when we get back from the All-Star break. Well, that game Monday night was tough to watch. There was back-to-back <laughs> possession. I mean, it was. I just I don't know how a team with this much talent can be struggling as much as it is. You know, back-to-back possessions, It's they're passing it around. Nobody's doing anything. They settle for a fadeaway 15-foot jumper, and it's doinked off the rim. Same exact thing the following possession. Um, I think we got a pretty good grasp on what this team is at this point of the season. There is some chatter out there maybe of Russell Westbrook getting bought out. He was traded from the Lakers to Utah. Um, Not going to solve all the Bulls' problems, but you think the Bulls should make a move there if Russell Westbrook does become available? Well, Kevin, this is, and I'll I'll be very honest with my answer. You know, first and foremost, as far as the current team goes, this isn't a talent issue. Um, I think, as you just said, you know, your words were a team this talented. That's a very true statement. This is all about, I don't, you know, 
mental toughness, mental awareness, um, the ability to deal with, um, you know, problems, solve problems, basketball, IQ, um, you know, that's where we're not seeing is the adjustments throughout the game when an opponent makes a run. Time and time again, we have been able to step up and, you know, make a run of our own, but just the inability to, you know, get to the finish line and win games that they should win is, is mind-boggling, and that's what, you know, hopefully with some days off and these guys looking at themselves in the mirror, they have to decide, hey, uh, my job from this point forward is to do whatever is necessary. And if that means I got to make sacrifices, meaning score less points, but yet do more on defense, I got to do it. In regards to Russell Westbrook, I'm not sure he's going to help this team from a talent standpoint. The one thing I think he will help from uh, the standpoint on the floor is that the pace he plays with, that's when the Bulls are at their best, when they're pushing the pace, when they're attacking the rim, you know, getting easy buckets, getting, you know, taking advantage of numbers. You know, getting fast break points, playing up tempo. The one thing I think the biggest area where I think he'll help is in uh, the locker room, on the plane, in practice, on the bus, because I think that he would be, you know, an instigator. Not saying he's coming in to stir up trouble, but, you know, Billy always talks about, you know, the standard and what the standard we need to play to. And that's the one thing that never been questioned about Russell Westbrook is how hard he plays, the standard of which he plays, the standard of which he holds himself to. I think this team as a whole, and when I say as a whole, these guys between the years could use Russell Westbrook in that locker room. You have any fun all-star break plans, hopefully somewhere warm where you can golf, Will? What do you got going on after Uh, these next two games? Well, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm asking Mother Nature to be kind to me tomorrow. We're jumping on a plane and um, flying to Palm Springs. My wife is local. She's from LaGrange, born and raised, her whole family lives in Illinois, Palatine, Lincolnwood, Western Springs, except for one sister who, <laughs> and I, I give her a hard time, and I say she and her husband are soft because they ran to California to warmer weather. And you're and running to you see them. Soft. Well, I could say you're soft, but you're also smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, they drive down with their three kids. And we fly out. We did this last year. We're going to start doing it every year during the All-Star break and just taking advantage of the great weather. And I'm very fortunate in that. Again, let's take this whole conversation full circle because there's so many Chicagoans that now live in Palm Springs. I have friends out there, guys I know from when I was playing back in the 90s. We play golf. We catch up. We tell stories. And then I pack it back up and come back to Chicago. Did you see that that one guy you know by the name of Michael Jordan gave $10 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation to celebrate his 60th birthday? Yep, I saw that. And, you know, you think about it, since he's taken over the Charlotte Hornets, he's done a lot of uh, philanthropy. You know, and I know a lot of people over the years gave him a hard time because, you know, and I can, I can tell you from personal experience, he's done a lot in the past that was not advertised. He didn't want talked about. But he also realized that there was a lot of pushback because people didn't know what he was doing. So he occasionally will do these things that are public-type events so that people can say, oh, hey, look what Michael's doing. But he's been doing this for a long time, but more times than not behind the scenes. But I think that is a true definition of who Michael is, and he understands you know, what, what he means to Chicago, what he means to the NBA, the state of North Carolina, in order to do something like that. How many people actually give money on their birthday? 
Don't yeah. you usually expect to get money and gifts on your birthday? I thought that was pretty cool. So. All right, Will. Have fun in Palm Springs. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And, and Lisa, I had one question for you. Yes. What would be your favorite thing about Chicago? Because I know you didn't really comment. You just took his answer and then moved on to the next segment. But if somebody, if you run into somebody on an airplane and you're sitting next to them and you say, you know, I, I work in Chicago, what would you say is your favorite thing about Chicago? The people. Oh, my gosh. You can get into a conversation with a stranger while you're waiting for a red light in Chicago. That is my favorite thing, hands down. <laughs> but, oh, you got it. It's the best. All right, Will, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.